Hello, all. We are back with another episode of Our Roots and Tea. So we are today. Actually, we're gonna dive really deep into you know the psychology in our minds and um, and you know really our brain. And so I think these are very interesting topics. And today, you know, while we talk about that, what we're gonna drink today is we're gonna drink the organic peppermint tea. It's actually caffeine free. So for those who you know sensitive to caffeine. You can give it a try. Uh, <laughs> and today, I'm actually with my uh, another great guest, Matt Larson. You know, he's uh, on the other line here, and he he is, I believe, drinking coffee or or some kind of other tea that he's doing. I have coffee, but I have a tea with uh, it's. I, I guess it's it's like a steep sort of uh, thing, not quite tea bag, but it's licorice cool. root with uh, cardamom beans. Cool, on it. cool, cool. Sounds good, so man. Great, great. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess to kind of just start the conversation right away, just get do it slow, you know, nice and easy. You know, it's the new year's 2021 now. Um, what are you looking forward to? Oh, um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is, is uh, I guess, the uh, I'm looking forward to the government taking care of the people again, maybe a little bit. Uh, the inauguration is tomorrow, so that's just what's fresh on my mind right now. I don't like to think about the politics too much, but that's what got us to this point in the first place, uh, is people ignoring what is important. So I'm looking forward to a sense of um, professionalism in the American government once again. Okay, and do you, do you mean specifically they should um you know send more stimulus payments to people to take care of them like uh, what are, what are professional things? government i mean i hope that i look forward to getting more money from the government that's what i'm <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm hanging on for um, i mean that's that's part of a very uh very big uh picture but that should be part of it yeah i mean you know uh, a lot of people have blown through their savings and uh who i don't even know I, I don't know what people are doing right now. I've been lucky enough to get by, but uh, sure. I've still struggled in the, just sure. the same. Uh, not the same, actually. Anyway, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like the small businesses should be getting bailed out and, and, and people should right. be getting bailed out. We have enough money to do it. It's obvious, but uh, that's uh, it's a controversial subject. subject. It, it is actually. It's, it's, it's interesting that you brought that up too, because... I had another friend, you know, she was saying that, you know, the stimulus payments that let's say like the first round when they gave us the 1200 bucks, she was saying that it didn't do anything because it literally goes back to like the, uh, the homeowners, like the landlords and then the bank and stuff, because you're using, you're just using that money to pay rent. You're not really doing anything else with it. So it's one of those where, you know, did it really, really truly help. Right. I mean, Comparing to the rest of the world, what we're doing, I don't feel like it's really enough because I've heard that like other European countries, they they literally freeze the rent or or even pay like a certain percentage of people's income like during the pandemic period. But US didn't do any of that. All they said was like, oh, well, you just won't get kicked out if you don't pay rent, but you still will have to, you know, later on. It's just a bigger amount, which is totally yeah. insane, right? And then when when it didn't uh, when the pandemic didn't 
get better as they expected when these deadlines yeah. happened and then nothing changed once the unemployment ran out and once the eviction, uh, you know, uh, grace period ended. I don't know if they, they didn't extend anything they just kind of let it crumble, I think. Which, yeah. Uh, which isn't right. Uh, <laughs> but as far as like speaking on what the other, can you hear that a uh, lot more in the background? Uh, just a little bit. It's fine. Yeah, not a big deal. It's a big deal to me. I don't want to ruin your podcast with a lot more. Nah, um, don't worry about it. This is pretty so, casual. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you know, I'm not one to say that the 1200 didn't help. Uh, you know, it was certainly nice at the time. But, you know, a one time handout when everything just got worse since then doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that. Andrew Yang was really onto something with the universal basic income after yeah. all. And it's yeah. interesting how it timed out where right after he was running on that platform, right. it turns out to be something that we all actually desperately need. And uh, right. looking forward, I don't, I, it, it's really probably, I mean, he's, he's looking 10, 20 years down the line. It's going to yeah. have to go there eventually. I want to say stunt, you know, stimulus payment is, it's not stunt, but I'm just saying that part of probably what, the the reason why they do it is just because it's just to, it's almost just to like, you know, throw something at you to shut you up to shut people up, you know, like so it's kind of like a, a psychological mind game, right? I mean, it feels like it, you know. Yeah, well, it's certainly tough to complain about getting free money. So like when they just did this last six hundred dollar one, I mean, people still complained. Uh, sure. But it's still something. It, it's. Nobody expects this previous administration to really do what they're supposed to do anyway. So after tomorrow, I'm expecting some immediate, uh, some immediate plans and relief. Yeah. Right, right, right. Absolutely. No, no, I, I get you. Um, and no, I, I understand that. Yeah. Okay. No one co wants to complain about free money, but, but in some sense, do you, do you really think it's free money? Because it, I mean, it, a lot of it does come from our taxes, money. you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know, I'm not, it, 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 yeah, I mean, overall, we are paying ourselves in a way, theoretically, but um, it's it's a little different, you know. Um, I don't, I, I, I didn't have an extra $1,200 to give myself at that time, sure. for example. Sure, You know, so, but it's a socialist idea and people don't like that. But, you know, when you see these other countries really taking care of their people, and then we obviously have enough money to to spend on all these other things. It really is disheartening. Uh, and this is kind of like a every person for themselves sort of a vibe that has been coming out. There's no community. Yeah, you know, I that's something that I, I want to really dive deep into that, actually, since you just mentioned it, you know. Um, why why do you feel like it's that way? Do you, do you, do you think the reason why there's the whole everyone for myself type of mentalities is do you feel like it's just just like a western culture thing or um, I, I i don't know enough cultures to to know if it's just us but i'm sure that like you know generally individualistic capitalist society have something to do with it but what i personally think has a lot to do with it is that you know the news shows all the bad stuff constantly yes, yes. which is overall you know we see this murder happen on the news but that's like one percent of the people in that area that that happened to that's the least that's what's happening the least yeah. but we think that it's happening all the time so and it, so like the news 
kind of in a way trains us to not trust strangers. So right. I feel like that has something to do with it, where if there's a new person in your life, you know, generally, yeah, you want to make friends or whatever, but also at the same time, our guard is up with everyone and it's hard to trust anyone. And uh, I think that's something to do with the general problem of, of us not uh, getting along in this country is that we assume if you're not with me, you're against me. That's, that's weird because now I just had a sudden thought was, so we, we are wired obviously to, to not trust strangers, but then, but then you have, you have the whole idea of like, oh, I'm gonna go take an Uber, which is like a stranger driving me somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's, it's such a but weird, not, but we trust corporations uh, maybe. And, and I'm just guessing here, but uh, maybe, so I'm, I'm thinking for me, like, I, I wouldn't trust some random person who drives them and say, hey, you need a ride. But sure. if they are connected with this big corporation like Uber or Lyft, and then something goes wrong, I know that there's a way to track them down and uh, get justice if something goes wrong, theoretically. It's, it's weird too, because you can even argue that corporations might be a little bit more, in some ways, dang more dangerous than like maybe an individual, I guess, depending how oh, you see absolutely. it. Absolutely, they have all the power. Yeah, and corporations are people too. Now, don't forget. Oh yeah, so so that's why it's yeah, it's an interesting thought that you know, people somehow trust corporations more than like, you know, even some homeless guy coming up to talk to you or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I guess because if there's something like you know, if if I eat at McDonald's and get sick, I'm more likely to get a, a, a settlement. They're more likely to pay <laughs> what they should, as opposed to if I go to some mom and pop place and get sick, no one cares. You know, it's not newsworthy. I don't know. Ah, I see. So, so it's all about, okay, I see what I mean. And, and, and actually that's, that's a good thing. That's a good point. Cause I always got backtracked a little bit too, actually. Um, cause you, cause you did mention about, you know, all the news are either fake news or horrible news that people really pay attention to. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, that's just so weird because I mean, I guess that's the way how our brain is, is wired is that we want to always see the negatives rather than like, you know, positive news or, or whatever the case is. There's something really psychological about that. Cause you know, just like how people, tend to focus on the negative thoughts and memories a lot more easily than the positive ones also. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is a whole nother, I, I'm not an expert here, but I certainly psychoanalyze enough to uh, think about it where it's like you think about the bad things in order to prevent the bad things from happening again. Oh, you know, to kind of guard yourself. So like if I have a bad encounter or if I made a mistake, I'm going to think about that mistake thousand times and it's going to you know be a living hell while, while you do that but subconsciously maybe you don't even realize it but you're thinking about all these mistakes you made in order to prevent making these mistakes again mm. okay okay so maybe like we see all this negative news so, so that's that's one side of it but then also you see all the bad news and you think well i'm sure glad that i'm not in that situation like why we can get so fascinated with someone going to trial it's like man look at look at how how, how much they fucked up they're 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 screwed and i'm uh, i feel better uh, i feel more grateful for the choices that i made 
Um, yeah, but yeah. that also sounds that also sounds a lot a lot of like a lot of like a lack of empathy though, because like you're because you look at someone right. you're, you're you're like oh well I'm I'm glad I'm not in that guy's. Well, I mean that's I mean there's there's a thought that, that's that's not that's certainly a part of it too. It depends on the on the person and and how you're feeling that day. You know? Sure. Okay, I see. Um, I see. Like okay. whenever I drive by a car accident, that you know doesn't happen anymore. But like when I was in high school, my friends would always laugh at someone who's pulled over on the side of the road and their car's all fucked up or something, but I'd always feel sorry for them and, and feel bad for that. So, you know, I don't know. It's all, it varies. Well, from your personal experience, I mean, I mean, I'm just to preface this to listeners is that we're both not, obviously we're both not scientists or experts or, or researchers on this subject matter, but these are all personal experience. So from your personal experience, um, since we all, you know, are so highly suggest suggestive in terms of like negatives, how can we change that kind of approach, the mental approach, like, and, and start to think more positively? Well, it's going to be really hard to do uh, on our own. Uh, you know, people meditate and I've certainly uh, thought about, <laughs> I, I, I've done it enough to know how important mm. it can be. Sure. But the, the practice of doing it every day you know, my, my girlfriend does it and I, she does it and I should do it when she does it. And I still don't, you know, um, <laughs> oh, it's just another thing. Yeah. Right. But it, it, uh, what, what is more fundamental is the, the news and the media and just, but I'll, I'll actually, it's much bigger than all that. The question was, how do we stop thinking negatively? Yeah. Right. Um, this is one of the first times in history where, we can see all the horrors of the world yes in real time all at once and add to that the misinformation add to that the the propaganda add to that the um the theatrical uh, drama of it all how that how things are presented in the news and, and made to appeal to your emotions so like it's just it's an overwhelming time to be a conscious being right now. Right. Right. No, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, at least for me too, you know, the anxiety level is like all time high because there's just so much stuff going on and, and it's crazy. too much to think about and it's not all positive. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it, you know, it certainly doesn't help that, you know, you have like influencers that are, you know, a lot of times they're spreading these kind of misinformation because it's as, it's like a way of their, you know, what they call clickbait, right? Because it's, it's just to draw attention and, you know, make profits. I mean, that's what Facebook's been doing. I mean, I mean, of course, I'm not accusing them of it. Maybe they are, but I mean, aren't they kind of like sometimes sort of promoting certain groups or certain news? Just yeah, well, yeah, like, heard, like people that were joining one of those QAnon groups on Facebook oh, yeah. and Facebook yeah. will recommend another uh, yeah, yeah. similar group. Hey, yeah. Storm of the Capitol, join this group over here. They want to do it too. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, it's crazy. Yeah. Let me monitor it more closely. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I saw, I saw, cause I watched this one documentary film, um, uh, this called the social dilemma, and that's what they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, the the alcohol algorithm stuff, and it, it, I mean, you know, to think deeper about it, it's just so such an evil thing, right? Because it's it's like they're they're pretty much not really stopping the situation; they're just pouring more pouring more oil into the fire, you know. 
right it's a greedy thing i think like it's just uh it's it's designed like what i took away most from that documentary um the social dilemma was that it's designed to be addictive yes so like you know and i and i deleted facebook uh, a few months ago and i've never been happier although this last week i i wanted to post something so i downloaded again and i was and and i just feel like like sometimes you know if you're having a bad day you kind of get in this like weird mental fog in a way yeah um when i'm in facebook i feel like that's where we all are in facebook it's just this mental fog of uh of anxiety in a way Mm. and you know there's just so much i don't know it 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 really for me it just after being out of it for so long just did not make me feel good searching through it but um what was your question so why then um actually the follow-up question is why why is facebook or even all these other social social media platforms why are they not making you feel good because yeah. we, we compare you know you only post like for on, on instagram is a great example you only post the good stuff you only like opposite the news social media sure. we only post the good things about our own lives generally some people yeah. use it as therapy and they and, and they'll post uh you know or they'll share uh you know the articles and all that but um, you know, this is such a complicated, uh, issue. So nothing that I'm saying is like an absolute here, Yes. but, um, you know, you only post the good stuff. So when you're scrolling through Instagram, you're seeing all these people that, you know, and all these famous people or whatever, everyone living their best life on Instagram. So if you're having an off day and you see everyone else doing great, it's going to make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a psychological thing there, which is what makes it really poisonous to, to people that have, uh, which is most of us, I think that have, uh, just general happiness issues, you know. Um, and then, and then you, and you believe that most people, their brain is already so numb that they didn't even know they don't even notice that this is going on. Maybe, but even if they do notice, it's not going to stop us because it, it is feeding. Because you know, we like to live vicariously, and we like to see what possibilities there are for people. Mm. So at the same time, it's feeding those those. Uh, those chemicals that make you think, Oh, that could be me someday. But then now you're wanting something you don't have. And then it's just a cycle of, uh, I don't know that that's not everybody, you know, uh, I think that it's more people than admit to being that way. Uh, but we're all comparing ourselves to each other. We're all in this race. Like, and if you're not, if you don't have a million followers, are you a failure? Like, uh, there was a book, I think, I think they are not giving a fuck maybe where um is it like by mark masson is it that book i, I think it was i think that one maybe so the um, basically yeah it was a great book but uh basically saying being average is the new standard of failure huh you know like we're not allowed to just be a normal person with uh, a normal life we have yeah. to be amazing otherwise yeah. we're fucking losers you know? uh, that's a great, great quote. Yeah, that's a great. So that is what's what can be going on psychologically. It's so it's so uh, there are a couple of points, obviously, I want to bring bring up. But the first point here is, uh, you know, I was about to say was like what you said, being average is is to be seen as failure. And it's so it's so crazy to me how I don't even know when this thought had entered people's head right because 
like you know back i mean dating back to history i mean uh, you can even argue that a lot of people are pretty average you know most people are pretty normal i mean so like most people are but we only hear about the people that weren't sure so okay so then they they'll start looking to like oh the millionaires the billionaires and all that stuff and be mm-hmm. like oh well you know hey they this guy did this thing and i i'm still just like you know living at home and and you know don't have a career so like i'm a loser basically is what kind of what's going on uh, you know maybe not so consciously but i feel like subconsciously that is affecting us in a way you know because we're constantly comparing but there's a lot of people that uh that are totally fine and don't feel that way too you know but for those that get really addicted to social media especially i feel like that's going on yeah i yeah, I think most, no, you're right. You're right. Most people do do the comparison. I like what you said, maybe there's, there are a select few that maybe use it to motivate themselves to, mm-hmm. I guess, to be better, which is certainly possible. But, but like what you said, most people are pretty, I, I guess you can argue pretty normal and average. So they're not going to think that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but like, uh, yeah, but then, then, I don't know why I was going to say this earlier, but like, you know, Game of Thrones, for example, sure. The whole show is about the nobles and the people at the very top mm. of the world, you know, but all the, you know, all these villagers that you see getting running around, getting tormented, they yeah. have stories too, but those are the ones we never hear about in history kind of treats it the same way. There's a book called the people's history of the United States, which I still hope to read someday. People's history of the United States. Okay. Which oh, is oh, a history book told from the perspective of the common American. Oh, wow. Okay, I need to ask you about Instead that. Instead of the perspective of the politicians. I haven't read it. I've read the first two chapters. It's so damn depressing. I can't get through it. Oh, okay. It and starts with like what happened to Native Americans in gross detail mm-hmm. and really awful stuff. Because, because you know, just, just sort of tagging along what you just said, it's because the culture uh, is really more focused on the successful because they believe the successful noble people, their story is far more relevant than like a common villager, I guess, you know, even though you can argue that everyone's struggle is kind of like the same, right? I mean, mm. more or less. Yeah. So now like when we're all able to have our own platform, we can have our own content out there and we can really make a name for ourselves as far as like, you know, I don't want to be forgotten or something like that. You know, um, for for me anyway, in my circle, I, I, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but there's this feeling of, uh, you know, I want to leave something behind. I want to be remembered for something. Sure. What is that going to be? And and uh, and that that weighs on me personally sometimes. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. We now we all have the opportunity to do it because back back in the day before all this technology, if you weren't one of the nobles or you weren't you know, a famous artist or something, then that's just fine. You know, you're one of very many, but now no matter who you are, it's uh, up to you whether or not you want to try and put yourself out there and make a name for yourself in some way. I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling. But, uh, the, but it's also kind of like a, uh, that's sort of like a tricky situation too, because even though now we have more platforms and, and technology wise more advanced and we can do a lot more things, but, but then uh, also also become has you know more saturated right like you know platforms are more saturated there's more people trying to do the same thing so then then mm-hmm. basically you fall back into what it was before where like you know you, you still end up to being just normal 
because you gotta still compete and fight over everyone else, you know. Mm-hmm. But in a different way. <laughs> right. Like I'm, I'm so grateful that I don't have to be in high school where, you know, people make fun of me for having a low follower count. You know. <laughs> is that is that what they do? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. You know. Uh, I mean, maybe, yeah. Or, or, or someone makes a meme or a gif of me falling asleep in class, and now the whole world's laughing at me. You know. Sure. Like, uh, we I, we really we really escaped uh, some of that fear. Yeah, no, you're right, and you know, actually, now, so I just want to get to my second point there now with, with this whole kind of follower thing and and the social media is that. I mean, maybe okay. I don't know. I haven't done enough research on this, but it's just for me, my personal opinion. It's a little bit of a contradiction, right? Because social media these platforms are made to be able to connect with people to be able to meet new people or, or, or whatever it is. Right. Or even just mm-hmm. talk. Right. But then for whatever reason, it's like kind of like an opposite of what it really should mm-hmm. have been. Right. Which is so mm-hmm. weird. I, I, I mean, I don't know if you have any comments on that or, or, or your, your thoughts on that. Um, well, I mean, it's uh, it's an amazing thing. Like when you really think about it, first of all, like, sure. uh, and, and everything, you know, just like an iPhone, these smartphones are amazing devices. At the same time, they can be insanely addictive and destructive. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's comes down to just the human nature of uh, self-control and uh, self-regulation, which we are very difficult at achieving. <laughs> so the thing that they supposedly create or invent is supposed to help us, but then in turn, it actually really harmed us <laughs> yeah well my, you, you'll never know how some of these things can can turn out and there are a lot of good things that come out of the social medias and all that you know like this mass communication is is pretty great and there's a lot of stories that uh you know like i don't know if brianna taylor's story would have gotten the news that it oh, has gotten without social true. media that's true you know um and all these all these injustices happening all over the world are getting a spotlight where because now the people have a voice that's what's changed you know yeah so there is a lot of really good stuff about it but everything gets abused everything gets misused and uh, there's always uh you know an opposite reaction to what is intended right yeah and then this is so hard to really control it or you know because well, especially we- when it's so um, so poorly regulated by the creators of these platforms that literally, as you saw in that documentary, try and get mm-hmm. you addicted. Like I'll, I'll, I'll be on Facebook and I don't have any notifications and I'll, all of a sudden I get two notifications and they have nothing to do with anything. Mm. I, I get a notification that a friend commented on another friend's post. I get a notification that someone uh, is attending an event in this area Mm. which i'm not interested in at all (laughs) at all and it knows that but they just want to give you notifications because you're so excited to get these notifications it used Mm. to be simply someone liked your photo or someone commented and that's Mm. it Mm. but now we get notifications for a thousand different things just to keep us engaged Mm. like any any app any like download any new game right now on, on on a smartphone and uh like I went, I visited the family recently, so I needed a, a game on my phone so I can escape. Mm-hmm. And uh, in these little mini games, a, a tennis game, I have an inbox now in the in the app. I have a, a treasure chest to check. I got my daily, you know, tennis bag to open. I, I got like five different things, notifications that I have to check every time 
mm. you know, and, and, and that's a, that's kind of a similar to what's happening now is everyone's trying to keep you constantly engaged mm. when what we should be doing is just turning it off and checking it out. I think my wrist is really hurt. My wrist is really bothering me right now. And I'm pretty sure it's because I'm always holding my goddamn phone. Is that so? Oh, I, wow. I, I don't know what else it could be. So it's almost you developed like carpal tunnel just from yeah, holding your phone? Probably. <laughs> you know, but when you think about it, the phone can be part of your entire, it, it wakes you up in the morning. Yes. It tells you the news. Yes. Uh, it, 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 it directs you to, to, to work. You make calls for work. It, it could be part of every moment of your day. Yes. You know, it's only a matter of time before they just implant it, which I'd prefer for my wrist's sake. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then, because you mentioned earlier that you, there are a few months that you delete your Facebook app and, and probably, you know, not even log into any of your social media. So basically you went on kind of like a social media detox, right? I guess so. Well, only because like, and I, I would still check here and there, but I would I would browse Facebook for literally like thirty seconds, and I just feel uncomfortable about it, and mm -hmm. and, I, and I just get you know, and I go back to Reddit. Reddit is Reddit is fantastic. Mm, okay, and how how was that kind of I guess short period of detox? Like how 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 do you feel like it helped you, and and what did you get out of it coming out? Mm. Of it? I haven't really thought of it. I don't know uh, if it actually helped me. It was certainly a relief to not, because, you know, like if I see somebody post something about something I disagree with or something that I believe in or whatever, if I comment on it and all of a sudden you got this back and forth, yeah. I just didn't have time to engage. Yeah. You know, like that's what I realized during the, the Black Lives Matter uh, movement in June um, when it really hit its peak. Uh, I was really involved and active and commenting and and, the, and like when I found people that disagreed, I gave, I never exited the conversation. I never blocked anyone. Mm. I always tried to just, because there is, you know, if we keep, if a, if a Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, people tried to have that conversation, there is eventually some gray area that they can find, but we'll never find that gray area because within the first two, three sentences, I know who you are. You know who I am. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't have time for it. It, it takes a lot of time to get to that gray area. Right. And I was desperately, uh, you know, trying to get there. And I just didn't, uh, then I got like, a, I got some, some personal work to do and I, mm -hmm. and I got some projects that I'm working on. So I literally just didn't have the time to get into it because I had these strangers that were trolling me on Facebook on my huh. to-do list. Like I said, I can't respond to this right now. I need to yeah. think about it and give your idiot response an appropriate response yeah. respectfully without uh, calling them names or whatever yeah. to try and find the mutual understanding because that is the biggest problem in this country, in my opinion, where we just don't listen to each other long enough to find that gray area. So instead we just hate each other on the opposite <laughs> sides because it, we don't have time to talk it out so yeah. fuck you and fuck yeah you so it's almost like it's better it's just better to just ignore it and be like oh whatever i'm just gonna do my own thing not, not better but it's certainly easier sure and you know and, and a lot of people don't have the patience to take it to that level because it takes a long time to talk these things out a long time and you really have to yeah. care and you really have to research and read their bullshit links and their articles that they send you somebody uh sent me like i posted something about 
how uh, a former uh, CIA director said how bad Trump's administration was. And mm -hmm. someone responded to that saying, you don't know what's really going on, uh, you know, as you, and then they sent me and I said, like, okay, well, look, I'll, I'll listen to you as long as you listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. We can have this back. And, and she sent me like 20 different articles oh. and I left it unread on my, on my messenger app because uh, i do uh, want it's a homework assignment now but she sent me yep. so much yeah i'm overwhelmed and i haven't yeah. it's been like two months and i haven't gotten back to her <laughs> and i will but it'll be way too late by the time i do right well she just wants to make her case i mean you know she... well yeah but then i but 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 now to 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 it, 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 to not be a hypocrite i need to look at every video she sent read yeah. every article she sent yeah. go through it and say what I agree with and what I don't, mm -hmm. you know, and really take the time and give her back this manifesto and ho in hopes that she takes the time to do the same for me. And then we go back and forth over the next five yeah. to 10 years <laughs> and then maybe find some gray area. I mean, yeah. really that's what it's going to take because it, it, it is such an investment of time sure. to try. And, 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 and the whole while I have to be open to changing my mind. Like it, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm team Biden, I guess I'm team, I'm team social justice or whatever. Sure. Uh, but, uh, I need to, do I need to have my mind open to thinking that the, the people that stormed the Capitol were in the right? I don't think I'd go that far, Right. but I do need to understand why mm -hmm. and be, and I need to be open to believe in some of these crazy conspiracy theories. If I'm going to have a conversation with those crazy, I don't sure. want to call them crazy, but with those people that think differently, um, it, to, to have a respectful conversation because otherwise yeah. we'll never find that gray area yeah um so i check out on the time <laughs> yeah yeah no no <laughs> no i get it i understand i mean it, it, like we said though it, it is hard to it is hard to have those i guess you can say respectful conversations right because because you can go through all their articles you can go through all their videos and give appropriate response but then you can't guarantee that they'll do the same on their end, right? So then, then it just becomes like a very one-sided, um, you know, conversation or one-sided where you're doing all the work and they're just sending you stuff. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and you know, I'm always, I mean, that's part of me for me. I, I mean, I don't know if it's the same for you, but I mean, those people, the ones that send a lot of stuff, I'm always a little bit skeptical the reason why i say that oh, is because, yeah. because it's almost like if you're sending me all this stuff that means most likely all your material that you're sending me is gonna be like really biased towards what you want to see or what you want to hear or what you want to read right um mm -hmm. i mean unless they probably didn't read the article they probably didn't watch oh, yeah. the video you know, yeah yeah the headlines are everything these days yes it's absolutely you're absolutely right yeah you're you, you might be right yeah she might just kind of glance at the the sort of clickbait headlines title and be like hey okay this i agree with this headline i'm just gonna send it to this guy right um, right read these headlines meanwhile yeah. i'm reading the article and being like this is insane you realize that yeah no no that yeah that's why I, no that's why i agree with you that it is a, it is kind of like a, a really difficult line or difficult wire to 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 balance on right because you know to make these conversations meaningful and, and and deep and also connective and meaningful like you you have to send like both sides you know you have to like be open to like different perspectives you have to be open to changing your mind when you have yes. these conversations and a lot of people 
can't and so when you think that i'm completely right and here's an article why you're completely wrong uh that is counterproductive yeah well yeah because this is just your own own point of view that you you know you remit your decision you're not going to change your mind I mean, at the same time, I'm pretty sure that my mind will not be changed. <laughs> okay. You know, like I'm not like, I'm, but I have to be open to it, and I have to really try and believe. Because sure. like, you know, like I'll I'll watch uh, Trump give a speech when he's at one of his rallies. Yeah. And the way that he talks, like, I, and I, and I watch him, and you know, like my mother's like, oh, what? An, I, I can't, oh, I can't believe. But yeah. I'm watching him, and I'm really trying to listen and trying to believe him, mm-hmm. and trying to just to see what that is like, and okay. like. He really talks from it sounds like he's talking from the heart and okay. it sounds like he's just talking to talking to you in the living room you know okay. like he's like a comedian he's really okay. conversational he's really good at what he's doing mm-hmm. you know um but then i i see him read from on the teleprompter saying do not i do not condone violence and you're not part of this country and it sounds totally flat and different where mm. people that are following him know that he doesn't really mean that mm-hmm. because they can hear it. They, they know when he's speaking from the heart and when he's having to be a politician, you know, similarly, like uh, a lot of the GOP uh, senators will speak off the cuff and, you know, like Lindsey Graham does a lot too, where, and, and, and the thing is like, regardless of what they're saying, there's talking more naturally mm-hmm. so I can connect to them. Not, not saying that I personally do, but like you're able to connect to that kind of person more where if you see someone else being really professional and by the book and reading from a script, I tune out. Mm, okay. You know, okay. so I don't know where, I, I don't know how I ended up saying that just now. It's okay. But that was something I realized recently where, you know, a lot of the, the Democratic senators will be very careful and sure. specific and will read so that they don't say anything they shouldn't. Yeah. At the same time, we're watching somebody read. We're not connecting with them. Yeah. It's not. It needs to be enter- entertaining in such a way where we can connect. Meanwhile, Lindsey Graham's going off saying whatever, uh-huh. and I'm at least listening to him. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean I agree, but I don't know where. Well, I mean, it's like a public relations thing, right? I mean, they they gotta maintain certain image. I mean. That's that's usually how it is, you know. I mean, it's not just politicians, right? Like for anything, you know, like. Uh, you know, any public figures or any even corporation, right? They got to maintain that image. Um, That's just part Mm -hmm. of the deal. But I get it from your standpoint, you know, like, you know, in order to connect, like you want it to be from that person to be from the heart, you know, Uh, whether, whether what they're saying makes sense or not. But if you can hear from the tone, you can hear that, like, that's what they really meant, like, you know, expressing it, then, that's where you connect with people. I, I agree. Yeah. But like, when you think about like, how can all these people uh, believe what this Trump is saying? It's like, well, when he talks, it sounds like he's actually talking to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas when, when Biden gives a speech, you can tell that he's reading. Sure. So it just, it, it feels less genuine. Mm. You know, now that being said, I completely believe Biden more than Trump a hundred percent. Yeah. But for someone who's not aware of that and, is already on the side of Trump, you know, they're, they're going to think, of course, I believe every, like, that's why they believe everything Trump says. Cause he's like, I won the election. I mean, it's clear. Yeah. And he's saying yeah. it so matter of factly that you just, yeah. you want to believe him, not you or me, but generally it's, it's very manipulative and it's in, it's in, he's good at it. You got to give him credit there. And 
And of course, you know, normal people, they're, they probably maybe lack the, I don't, I don't want to say knowledge, maybe, maybe I guess, lack of knowledge or even lack of common sense that they can't tell if the person is being manipulative or not. Well, it, it's, I mean, can you tell? Like, um, like, can I tell if Trump is being manipulative, for example? Or like just anyone in general? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because we're, people are actors. You know, we mm. all are. Um, even even right now, you and I, we're on a podcast right now. But sure. I am not, I, I don't, I, I, if, I, if behind closed doors, I might say some terrible shit. Who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> right. Uh so it, it, it's just hard to judge. So you have to take what people are saying and then think about what they're actually saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people ask Trump what his favorite passage in the Bible is. And he's like, eh, the whole thing, you know, <laughs> no particular passage because he's never fucking read the thing. He has no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. obvious. But then other right. people say, yeah, but it doesn't register to other people that already are on his side. Sure. Um, and, and as far as people believe in, which side or what, you know, I come from a very liberal family and my mm-hmm. whole family is, is, uh, you know, full, you know, very liberal uh, mindsets and open-minded to, and open to different cultures and, and genders and whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if my whole neighborhood supports Trump and thinks like that he's great and my whole family thinks he's great. And I was raised from a little kid to think that that kind of stuff is, is right. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that the democratic side is evil it's going to take a lot to open your mind to what's really there. Well, yeah. Cause you're brainwashed, you know, since you're a kid, you know, a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. And, and to, and, you know, to change your mind and see, you know, the, the flaws in that side, you know, you have to, you have to say that my whole family's wrong. All my friends are wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever known. I've been wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, people that have been outspoken in favor of Trump to say that, and, and, and I keep using Trump as an example, just he, he's kind of just a good representation of, yeah. uh, of that uh, extreme side of sure. America. You know, um, I don't want to give him so much credit because these people have been here long before he took office. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, no, that's okay. No, but I mean, I, I get what you mean. You know, just, it's, it is hard to detach yourself from all that because you're like what you said if you were raised that way from a little kid that that's all pretty much all you know and it's that's a kind of the same thing that you know this this is gonna go a different direction i don't know why i'm bringing this up but uh this kind of lot this is kind of what scientology does too is what they do is that they literally brainwash like people like their little kid when they're little kids you know the family would brainwash them when they're a little kid so, so then kind of kind of continue on to believe well, yeah. in Scientology. Yeah. So it's so kind of Scientology, all religions. Oh yeah. Yeah. All religion. That. But, but I, well, cause I had this kind of conversation with another friend of mine, uh, cause we were talking about like, we we're talking about cults and we we're talking about Scientology a little bit. And, and they, he was telling me that like what Scientology is on a whole different level. Cause what they do is that they actually have like, they actually do take, like little kids to like almost like concentration camps, like like their own concentration camps, and like literally brainwash them to like to the to the point where like you know to even suggest them to break out that is almost impossible. So so they're like on a whole different level. Like um, like re- other religions, you can argue they're 
maybe a little bit more legit. I mean, maybe their process or procedures, but but yeah. I mean, I just brought up Scientology because it's just. I mean, I, I thought it was fitting, you know, in, in terms of yeah, it's you know, it's a good but, it's a good example because similarly to what they do, I mean, maybe not to that extreme, but that's what the family does to the kids, you know. Oh yeah, that's what our families did to us in a way, intentionally or not. It's not you know, it's just like this is what we believe as a family, so this is what you should believe as as part of the family, and if uh, and and so then you believe it until you find something strong enough to make you think otherwise. Or you decide that it was, or hopefully uh, it was right after all. I don't know, but yeah, yeah like uh, I, I was a psychology major for a few weeks in college before. I, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the thing that turned me off from it actually was that you know I, I thought you know I thought studying the human psyche was really interesting. Yeah. But uh, all the classes were about child development, and that mm -hmm. really turned me off. I didn't want to learn about kids. I wanted to study adults. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I now realize that we are we are all still children and these problems we had as kids are with us all the yes. time so yes. what happens to us as children really just never leaves in a way so uh mm. so basically how you, know, you grew development is so fucking important yeah absolutely um yeah basically how how your parents brought up brought you up how where you were raised and the environment that you're around it's all is all related to and how you feel about yourself and how you feel yeah. about others and everything like that stuff is deeply rooted and really hard to change once you're an adult uh yeah no i i hear you no no because and that's the interesting part where um you know, if you, let's say if you go see a therapist or, or even you meditate or do any of those kind of practices that what's interesting is that you start to dig into your mind a little bit more and you start to realize a lot of the thoughts or a lot of your own beliefs. Sometimes you can be able to even trace it all the way back in the past when you're like, like a child, like, oh, this is how I grew up. And some of these things are how I was taught. And, and like what you said, it's all deeply rooted. We're like, oh, mm -hmm. well, that's the reason why I, part of it is why I feel like this or, or I'm the way I am, you know? And, mm -hmm. and it's, there's a good and bad to it, but, but, you know, for the most part, I feel like it's bad because, because <laughs> the honest, the honest truth is that, um, cause parents are humans too. They make a lot of mistakes, mm -hmm. you know? And from what I know is that there, there are some parents like, you know, I have friends who are parents and some of them, they're kind of learning it as they go too. So, oh yeah. So because of that, like you already know in general that most people aren't perfect. There, there, there's going to be a lot more downside, you know? Right. But according to this Instagram post, that person oh, okay. is totally perfect and has everything all together. Oh, is that and so? Man, I wish I had what they had because Wait. they know. <laughs> what know. Instagram post is this? Any, all of them. All of them, okay. Yeah. All of them, because that's how you perceive others as they have it all together when really everyone's just trying to figure it out as they go. Right, right, because you see their highlights, basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right, you're right, you know. Um, and, and you know, I mean, there's good and bad to that too because maybe maybe they feel like doing that brings more joy and positivity to people, right, if they post highlights. But I guess apparently that's... Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to post the days when i live in my own filth and haven't done anything <laughs> <laughs> you, know, well, you know what if you do one of those days 
<laughs> if you do do that, actually, I don't think it's a bad idea because it shows that you're you're genuine, you're real, you know. I will do that once I uh, win an Oscar or something, or establish myself to be so successful that you know. Until then, I will never reveal the truth. Well, I mean, it, I I mean, I, I I feel like a lot of people are okay with peeking behind the scenes now, you know. Yeah. Um, so so it's actually okay you, you, like even if you're not at that status level it's just basically it's just what what it means is just showing people that you're being human right because yeah but but then people might see it as a cry for help so they say oh. hey, you okay and it's like oh. no i'm fine just let, oh. me, just let me hate myself for a day <laughs> <laughs> well you don't like people care about you <laughs> uh actually that is an interesting idea that's an interesting idea sometimes it does turn me uh, like why is that why is that i don't know sometimes uh you don't want to be helped because you oh. want to get there on your own you know like i've, I've had i've had uh, moments in my life where i'm not feeling so great but i don't want to and, and, I, and i start talking about it and then some people start giving me advice i was like no you don't understand mm. let me live here and uh i'll figure it out on my own because then if someone says well hey you should start going to exercising or something then i have to share that success with them where it's not my doing it's because now they're taking credit for for me changing my life and that's interesting because uh, i mean why would you think that well, let's say if someone suggested to go exercise and you do it and you feel better i mean depending depending on the person i don't think they're gonna take credit for it you're just suggesting things right I mean, no i know i know I know. oh this but is, in your mind this is the petty uh negative uh, oh. thought patterns that uh i've found myself in from time to time Oh, uh, we're, we're like out of out of spite. I will not exercise at all, and I'll show you how. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's, you know, yeah, I don't know. Okay. It, 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 we, psychologically, so, we are all very complex, and uh, sure, there, and, and there's just a lot to think about these days. So, for you, on your psychological side, you're thinking that you know what? I want to, I want to go through this struggle myself. I want to try to figure this out myself because if i do i feel more you know proud i guess yeah yeah i guess so because i know because you know you know that you can get there you know that you can do it on your own but you do need help you know generally and it's good to let people help you uh, but when you say like you don't like people helping you there have been times where sure. i don't want anyone to help me and i want to just struggle and get there on my own okay and the follow-up question is that to that is when when do you usually know when i guess at what point or when would you tell yourself okay i actually do need help now i don't know for some people that moment never comes oh you know because that's in, in, a, in a way it's an admission of defeat to your own demons and you know and and, and then you have to reveal that you have that you needs to other people which you know so so, so you know me personally, I, I I don't know, but um, that's the kind of thing that a lot of people should probably do and don't. Hmm. Okay. And are are you are you generally a person who is kind of against therapy, like you know, because? No, not at all. Okay. Um, I, I've I've done it. I, I spent most of my twenties doing it. Um, I was against medication uh, at the time because, and and I tried things here and there, but I'm not in anything anymore. Um, just because you know because again there's a lot to think about these days so sure. we all have our shit but yeah yeah, um, yeah. Uh, 
uh, at the time, you know, I had like anxiety or whatever, and I didn't want medication because I wanted to get there on my own. I yes. Cheat. Like, like a natural way, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But no, I think therapy is really important. Um, the thing is, I, I, tr I treat my, my, my beloved friends and family as my therapists. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of an open book that way. Um, so I, I generally talk out things that are anything that's bothering me. But I do think it's very healthy to have that blank canvas to speak to on a regular basis. And we probably all should be in. Therapy has such a bad uh, connotation. You yes, know? it does. Um, and, it, and it has such a stigma attached to it just be like uh you ever see the sopranos no i have not um why well, I, I neither have i but when uh covid hit my roommate and i watched the first two seasons okay so i don't i don't think it holds up so well but uh okay. <laughs> in the in that machismo you know mob sort of you know oh you're going to therapy you're you're fucked up yeah serious oh mm -hmm. that's embarrassing you know don't mm -hmm. tell anyone i'm going to therapy like you're embarrassed about it you know it should be a very normal thing yeah it should be but why do you think that is not though that's that's also another thing I, i've been trying uh, because to it, it's it's an admission of it's a weak it, it's a, it, it's in a way saying I'm, I'm 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 weak maybe or i i don't have my shit together actually and everything you see is just me hiding how i'm really feeling you know it, it's it's like it's a it's a it reveals a, a vulnerable side of you maybe that a lot of people don't want to i see be because this for whatever reason, this culture, this society, they, they only really want to see everyone having their shit together. So if you, if you're one of those that, that you're not, then you're kind of breaking away from that culture in a way. Yeah, it's been like that. Um, but I do think that that's changing. Like, um, like Howard Stern constantly tells people that he's going to therapy and how much he oh. needs it and how, okay. you know, like it, it's, it's, it's become, like the reason that Sopranos doesn't hold up so much is because that macho alpha male persona isn't so popular anymore. Mm. Now mm. it's all about expressing yourself and telling your uh, your friend nope. that you love them and yeah. you know and, and being just well, your weaknesses more... basically showing your weaknesses. Yeah, showing your weaknesses and 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 being stronger because you're revealing that and you know. And mental health itself has become a much more, uh, you know, normalized thing to discuss and reveal to people. So the interesting point about that, actually, you know, with the mental health too, um, I, I see a little bit of a shift now. Um, the main shift is in terms of mental health, because like, you talked about Sopranos and, and the whole macho thing. I agree with you too. There, there, there's. Speaking of, uh, speaking of macho, do you do you see this cup here? Oh. <laughs> nice, I do. For those listening, it is a frozen mug and it's yeah. very pretty. Is yeah, what you were saying. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the, the mug is pretty cool actually. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do see a shift where uh, a lot more, specific, a lot more males are 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 being more outspoken about mental health because I think for many years not just even years probably decades the the main part about it is really like the mental health with with males right because everyone you know in the culture or society they see it as where you know the female is always the one the emotional one where like oh if they if they go see a therapist and so that's normal you know because you know it's a female right but then if it's a male doing it yeah. yeah if it's a male doing it it's complete 
completely like a different reaction, which which is actually very interesting that there's a shift now, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, like uh, it's, it's time for the sensitive males to, to rise, I think. I've always been a very sensitive guy, you know, and I've never, uh, and I've always been so comfortable. I, I like to think of it as being comfortable myself where I don't have to put this, uh, like whenever I see a real tough guy sort of persona who uh -huh. uh, needs, needs to, or, or especially if I see someone who's like, you know, all tatted up and looking really aggressive and looking uh -huh. really uh, intimidating. Yeah. They're all decked out. I think they care so much more about their appearance than me, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, so it, it, we're all just scared little kids. I like to believe. Uh, I mean, everyone cares about their parents, you know. But but I, I understand what no, you mean. I know. But then, like, then, I'm, I'm not going to spend my whole paycheck uh, trying to look a certain way, you know. <laughs> I'm comfortable with myself wearing a wearing a shirt and pants, uh, sir. Uh, I don't know. Right, right, right. And and do do you? Do you believe that being more sensitive or more open to it, you're able to connect with people uh, in a deeper way? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, something I've always done is uh, by being so open about this stuff myself. Kind of the reason I do it is, first of all, you know, that that because that you know I like to connect to really connect with people, and by opening up yourself, it empowers them to open up just the same okay you know so then we can start you know getting to the real uh quality of life that okay and and then so, for people. so so let's say if that person doesn't open back up to you then that means they're it's just not the right person to talk to basically mm, i don't know um not necessarily often you know sometimes uh so say that i i'm you know i have a a conversation with a friend and i'll open up about something that is bothering me yeah you know fundamentally and mm -hmm. uh they'll, they'll offer advice or whatever or they'll, they'll they'll try to help and i'll say don't fucking help me no, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, uh, or they'll share just the same but either way i just feel like it creates a stronger uh bond mm -hmm. with people when you just are that honest about yourself you know um a couple more questions. Do you do you sometimes feel weird though if you were um, opening up to, let's say, like a, a female friend, whether it's like a significant other or not? Because the reason why I ask that is because sometimes there's still a lot of females that they they could only imagine a male being kind of like the macho type and not like the sensitive emotional type. So then when they kind of meet that they're like oh well i don't know how to feel about this guy oh, well anyone i'd be talking to that deeply would already know me well enough by then to okay or it wouldn't be such a surprise okay yeah. got it okay okay yeah. okay so um, like the, i see i see like the ones that that would be like oh, i don't know about this guy and they're just being judgy and they're like okay forget right. it you know? okay. but if it were that situation where for, for where where by some crazy chain of events someone thought it was a real macho tough guy <laughs> which <laughs> would never happen uh i would love to surprise them by ah. okay you know by uh, by revealing what i'm really feeling you know so i don't think that would bother me interesting okay well you know I, no i i only brought that point up because i i you know, there because you know there are females that they those are the kind of guys that they're, they're attracted to. You know, like the 
That's what we're led to believe. I don't know how true that is. You don't know how true that is? Why Why? Why you yeah. say that? Well, that's what the movies make us think, you know? Like, that's what the media puts in our minds, that that's the kind of guy that people are really attracted to. And, and then, you know, there's certainly some truth to that. Yes. Um, but the type of person who's attracted to that kind of guy might not be the type of person I'd want to be with anyway. Mm. You know, so there's all social levels there. Yeah, but but see, that's the, that's the part that's hard to get rid of because... I mean, because media is always going to be there. Movies is always going to be there. So, you you know, we because where we know that our, our minds and our brains are they're so suggest, suggestive that that's probably most mostly what, you know, many females would be. I mean, actually, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm not an expert in it, but, you know. But so you're, 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 you know, you still developed an opinion based on, you know, plenty of years of observation. So, yeah, still a valid point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, because unless, unless, you know, they, people what, stop watching movies or even stop paying attention to media and literally rewire their brains and, and think differently, I would still believe that a good portion of people will continue to. Right. Well, I, like, even like, I don't feel right if uh, my girlfriend has to end up paying for the meal or something. I mean, yeah, I still let her do it. <laughs> but I don't feel good about it. Sure, because sure. Deep down, it's yeah. a social norm, which yeah. you know is based on a, a time when women weren't allowed to have jobs. You know, that's funny too when you say social norms. Is I, I always joke around with like some of my other friends, and we're always think we're always saying like, uh, you know what? Let's just go find a sugar mama and then just enjoy life instead of having to worry about the social norms. Right, right, uh, which. It's quite a fantasy. Yeah. Well, would you feel good? But would you feel good about that? You know, it it, it sounds nice, but in, in the actual execution, day in day out, having to ask for an allowance from your significant other, <laughs> are you going to feel good about yourself? Probably not. Well, okay, but actually, well, but you have to understand that I think now nowadays there are a lot of um, husbands or a lot of guys are the ones that could doing like the stay at home dad, you know, taking care of the kids. And yeah, so the roles are reversed, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. if the roles are reversed, then I guess technically you can say like, well, you know what I mean? Well, that's, that's a partnership. Uh, that's, oh, that's, okay. that's a little different. Oh, okay. when, when you say sugar mama, I imagine you just want a free room and board vacation. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. If you're staying home, having to cook and clean and take care of the kids. That's a whole nother story. Okay. Got it. Okay. No, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. If it's like the partnership, the, yeah, I guess that only works yeah you're right it probably works better only in, in like the whole partnership the role reversal thing because you know because that's when you're actually like oh hey my wife makes more money than me that's cool i mean i feel happy for her you know things like that yeah yeah oh yeah i, I saw something on, on reddit recently where uh the kamala harris's husband's uh Twitter says uh, the f the future first gen uh, second gentleman of the United States you know because mm -hmm. um, and someone commented geez how emasculated can you get and it's like that's I see that as being even more strong and, and quote-unquote masculine because he's comfortable and proud right. and you know like I, I yeah People that need to show off their masculinity, I feel, are the most fragile of us all. Yeah, it's true. There's there's something deeply 
like deep inside there's a problem there and um mm-hmm. and then you know i'm, I'm sure cool. yeah i'm sure he's not like bumming around not doing anything i, I mean he's probably has his own oh, no, yeah absolutely but but his wife is the more accomplished one at this point <laughs> right, um, right and like a, a you know uh, with better ginsburg did you see the rbg documentary uh no no, I, I do. I, I, only, I only saw the first half of it. Unfortunately, I should have watched the whole thing. But okay. she said that her husband, she couldn't have achieved anything she did without uh, her husband supporting her. Sure. Um, and I can't remember why exactly, but she because she was you know she was the first in a lot of ways. I don't remember the details, but what I took away from that was like he was able to. Uh, a lot of men couldn't handle being with a woman who was smarter and more accomplished than they were, mm. you know, so it takes a real man to mm. take that backseat. Oh, and, ah. and, and when I say it takes a real man, I don't even know if that's the right terminology these days because, you know, it, it, it takes a strong person in general sure. to be able to. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because, because, because the ones that can handle it, it I mean, they're probably letting their ego take over their minds, right? And say like, oh, well, my my wife or whoever can't, can't make more money than me. You know, I got to be the, you know, the accomplished one. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just all, that's all the ego talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you know, being humble and and, uh, and all that are really important traits. Like, you know, I, I went to, I went to Chico State for college, which is, you know, it's a school and it's, you still have to do your homework. It's good. <laughs> school, but it's still yeah, yeah. It's still school. You still have to grin, you know. Yeah. And graduating in that environment is necessarily so easy. Yeah, yeah. But my sister went to Berkeley, and that's you know way more prestigious. And mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I wonder if I should have tried to do that instead. But uh, instead of uh, hiding from that, yeah. On my resume, I say that I went to Chico, but my on my resume, I'll say my sister went to Berkeley too, and uh, we're related. So I'm kind of directly. Interesting. I get I get a little credit too, right? Just by being. <laughs> so. Is that so? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think it's important to uh to to be humble like that. Right, right, absolutely. Okay, um, all right. Well, final question before we wrap it up, because uh, we are starting to run out. Well, I wouldn't say run out of time, but we are getting to that cap hour. Yeah, for sure. So, final question is, um, at least in this your current moment now, your current state. I mean, how do you feel mentally right now? Um, because of the podcast or because of, in, in what in what regard? How do I feel just today in general? How do I feel because of the world? How do I feel about my own personal life? Uh, let's go. Or... Let's go with how how are you feeling at at this moment, and then also how you feel about your life, like those two aspects. Um, well, from my my life in general, I've, I you know I have a lot of really good things going, but uh, that's you know, good. It's never it's never what uh, it's never enough, you know. So I need to first let it be enough, but at the same time, keep striving for more. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, constant uh, struggle that way. And I'm and I'm and since COVID hit, you know, I've been learning a lot of new skills, and the okay. learning process isn't always you know isn't always easy. Um, so personally, I'm. Uh, I'm getting by, you know, I'm fine. Okay. Um, haven't been in a good mood for some reason, but mm-hmm. you know, immediate family, we're going through some changes and, okay. you know, and the country's going through some changes and there's yeah. a lot of, uh, 
you know, news updates that are not designed to put you in a good mood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but overall, I'm feeling like this is going to be a really big year for humanity. Mm -hmm. That's a bold, that's a big statement, but I do feel like, uh, you know, like the, the people that Biden's putting in his cabinet, like yeah. actual scientists in charge of science, yes. for example. Yeah. Um, you know, it all sounds too good to be true based on what we've had recently. So I, uh, and, and the COVID vaccines getting distributed and just, you know, and I don't know, I, I feel hopeful that sure. we are all going to be in a good place this time next year. Great, man. That's just, that's a great, great thing to end it on. And I do, you know, do want to tell the listeners to just, there's something we had to keep looking into it and keep investigating our thoughts, our minds, and, you know, mentally, uh, just, just staying well, you know, just being healthy. Um, Which is a constant battle yeah. every day. It's a constant battle. Yep. You're absolutely every day right. you got to start again. Yep, you're absolutely right, but I love it, man. I love this. Uh, we, you know, um, I'm sure at some point in time we'll we'll have you back on again. Uh, yeah, you know, sure. anytime. We can always, I'm sure we can always talk more about any kind of stuff, which is really great. But, um, yeah. anyways, yeah. So thank you, Matt, for coming on. Yeah, and, thanks for having me. Yep, thank you, everyone, for listening and. Uh, any, I guess, any important information that we've mentioned now, once you know, I'll do the same thing as usual. I'll post it all in the description, so so anyone can feel free to research and, and look at them. Um, yep. Until next time, we are we will be back again. Thank you.